0: Oh, good evening and welcome to the Fish Cast. My name is Corey Long. Here as always with the Boss Man, Charles Fishbine. How you doing, Fish? Doing great. Are you ready for the uh holiday weekend? You got you got all. You, I saw you was grocery shopping earlier. You got all the food. You'll be cooking everything like usual. I got everything covered, man. All right. Well, good. 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 good excellent uh well you know what we could we could beat around the bush or we could go straight to the, uh, the 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 news source of this uh past week a very uh oh boy a very newsworthy weekend a very very interesting weekend uh what a weekend I tell you um if if it, it was just I mean' a disaster um Florida State suffers just a devastating loss Jordan Travis their quarterback their undisputed leader goes down with a really grotesque leg injury uh he's done his time at Florida State is done um just just really Charles just 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 going to what kind of a loss this is uh for the Seminoles
1: well yeah you know, not only from a talent standpoint but from an emotional and leadership standpoint Jordan was the face of the program uh, he's come so far. The kid uh, has had to fight and battle to even be a starter at Florida State. Originally, he lost out to James Blackman for the job, and then there was another chance uh, of him starting, but then they went out and got uh, Mackenzie Milton from UCF, and he ended up beating, um, you know, uh, Jordan out. And most people thought Mackenzie would be the starter, and this would have never happened where Jordan has had such a – great career since then if if he didn't continue to fight and battle uh to be the starter and this isn't the type of way that recruits or players go now that usually they enter the uh, transfer portal and leave jordan fought and battled his way to the starting job and ever since florida states you know turned their program around he helped turn that program around and now they're uh in in they have a great chance of making the playoffs and playing for a national title. And that's all because of Jordan and his perseverance of working hard and doing what he needed to do. Um, and the rest of the team has followed.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Travis, a six year senior uh, actually came over as a Lily Taggart transfer in a class of 2019 did not play. Any until Taggart got uh got fired. He actually played in the Boston College game. I think he had two touchdowns. I think he looked he had just two, or he had, he had a touchdown and a big runner, or something like that. He was you know, he was very explosive. And uh, you know, he came at, you know, when Norvell comes in, they start Blackman in the Georgia Tech game. And I think they might have started Blackman in the Miami game and worked in Rodemaker a little bit and Travis in some kind of gimmicky situations, but he had to win over that staff because they started Tate Rodemaker in game three. And Rodemaker was bad. Yeah. He was really bad. And Travis had to save that team from losing from starting 0-3 and losing a game to Jacksonville State. Uh I just remember, I think we remember talking about it. We're like, oh, this kid, you know, he ain't playing, he ain't no D one kid. That's what's true. There's about Tate Rodemaker at the
1: time. No, nah, Tate did not look like a Division I prospect. He looked more of like a West Florida D2 prospect. um, He, he was terrible. I I think his first, it seemed like every practice or scrimmage we ever got to watch his first five or six times, his first pass was a pick, a pick six. And you're like, man, this kid just doesn't get it. Um, You know, you heard all the reports that he was doing well in practice, uh, but then when he actually had to get in there, he froze and it just didn't look like he was ever going to develop into a quarterback His moment came against Louisville last year. Here's a guy that uh, had thrown a pick six. He got off to a rough start. It looked like Louisville was going to win the game. And you know Norvell saw that, hey, listen, this kid can do one thing well. He can make that first read. We have better receivers than they have DBs. Let's get our guys one-on-one. And this kid has a strong arm. He pushed the ball down the field. They won the game. And, you know, you gain confidence in that type of situation. We really still don't know what really he is as a quarterback, though, because he's never started. It's, you know, sometimes it's easy to come in as a backup when there's no pressure. You know you're not going to be the starter. And you come in and you can perform well. He's now got the spotlight on him. Uh, They go and they play a rival game in Florida. I I just think that Florida State has way – we'll get into the uh, Florida game In a bit, but Florida State just has way more weapons around him, Um, a better O line, better D line, better football team. So it takes a lot of pressure off Tate. I don't think they have to put it on his shoulders. They have a very good run game. Florida struggled to stop the run this year. I think you're going to see Florida State run the football uh, and then also take some shots down the field, get this guy five or six deep shots, Uh, let those guys like Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson go up and get the football. And they could take a lot of pressure off him because they got the better football team heading into the Florida game.
0: Yeah. It's been, you talk about a, a kid staying around. It's been 42 games since Roderick, between Roderick starts between Roderick last start. And I mean, like you said, mm-hmm. we didn't even think he was a D one kid. And you got to think they bring in Chubba Purdy, who's come and gone. They recruit AJW, they bring in Milton. Like he got demoted to third. He threw two passes in 2021. And I think, and, you know, he, he had, he has 70 passes in his career. Like he's not played a lot of football and has only played in two games, really three games that were, you know, that, 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 that were kind of in doubt. Cause remember he got like a snap or two against Florida in 2021 when Travis went down. And by that point, Milton really couldn't stand. So they had to put him in for a couple of plays, but, you know, we really didn't even think he we didn't even think he was still a D one kid until the Louisville game when at least he showed you he had a little bit of Moxie. Um, I'm with you. I mean, when you when you think about it, and it's he absolutely wasn't ready to play Jacksonville State, but when you go back then, like most fans couldn't name the starting running back in that game for FSU. It was Ledamian Webb. And they had one player on that team that, you, that was like an NFL potential kid and that was Tamori and Terry but they had mm-hmm. one kid uh and now you look they've got when you when you think about Jaheen Bell uh Coleman uh Wilson, Benson Tophely uh, uh you know uh the the Titans uh Jakai Douglas destiny like they've got seven or eight guys that are legitimate playmakers. And I think it's gonna come down to very and I think he can find the open guy. Like I think he can do a lot in the short passing, intermediate passing game. So it's just down to Norvell to really scheme up the plays so he can just have so we can find oh. so he can find the open
1: guy. Listen, well, guy, it's all gonna be on those guys to make the plays. Yeah, we don't know if he's a long term answer, but in the short term, Norvell can do enough to hide his weaknesses. And I I think some of the weaknesses are one, he holds onto the ball too long. um, And he's really right now a one read player. He's not going to make a ton of reads. You got to basically scheme the guys open, but Norvell's done that with Jordan Travis and, and that offense. And he's done a very good job of taking what the defense gives them. And he looks at the defense and he looks at where, all right, where do we have this strength? Well, listen, you know, Jaheen Bell, they don't have an answer for him at Florida. Florida's just, you know, their linebackers are decimated. And who are you going to put on them? A, a DB? I mean, Jaheen Bell's just going to power them and overpower somebody that's a 5'10", 185-pound corner or safety. Uh, so they can do a lot of things in this game where Tate doesn't have a lot to worry about. He has the talent. He doesn't – listen – you tell him, if it's not there, take the sack. You know, I don't care if you get sacked five, six times in this game. Just don't make the mistake that we've yeah. seen him make in the Louisville. Like, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, Florida State's not losing this game. Yeah, and throw the,
0: throw the ball away. Just throw, throw the it. ball
1: away. Th- you know, I don't care if you take a grounding penalty. I don't care if you – whatever you do, just don't take yeah. turn the ball over. If you don't fumble I, the I, ball and you don't oh. throw picks –
0: and I don't go after Jason Marshall. Just stay away from yeah. the Jason Marshall side of the field because that. Yeah. If, if I looked at any player on Florida's defense who can get you, it's Jason Marshall. He's the he's their NFL guy. Yep. He's their potential first round corner. He's a guy that you know. You know, if you throw it his way, I mean, I'm assuming he'll be on Coleman most of the game, so you can probably do a couple of one on one jump ball situations. But boy, I wouldn't. I would don't don't throw a lot of out routes to if you see Marshall out there because he he's the one kid on that Florida team that I think can really burn you. Florida also loses their quarterback Graham. This is Graham Mertz goes down with a broken collarbone after really having a tremendous season, one that I I can admit I was wrong on Graham Mertz. I think he's had a hell of a year, and uh, and you know uh, they they brought in the Max Brown kid. He's a big kid, good looking kid did some things kind of zone read like he can run uh you know they couldn't do a lot with them obviously that was just, I think it was pretty much his first game action. Uh they almost somehow they almost beat Missouri but in very Florida and if this isn't the Florida Gators season in a nutshell they worked their asses off on the road to come back from nine down and take a one point lead only to give up a 4th and 17 with 30 seconds left.
1: They did did two things wrong on that play. One, they brought a three-man front and no pressure. And and on 4th and 17, the one guy who I was super high on, I was a year – I'm going to pat myself on the back. I was a year early. On Missouri. I really thought they had I remember watching them two years ago. Corey, I told you I think they have some of the best receivers at college football. Yeah. Um the Theo Weiss kid and, and Luther Burden. These are elite guys, and on fourth and 17, Florida leaves this kid open in a zone. The guy hits him, and like you see the kicker on the sideline, and you're like, like I you know, there's very few times I remember one time. We go back to our buddy Josh Giggy that you know, North Carolina was playing Miami. He's like, he hit me up. He's like, this game's over. You see the kicker on the sideline, he's smiling, he's like, not even stretching. The kicker from Missouri was doing the same thing. Like, you're like, dude, if they get in field goal range, this game's over. And not yeah. only did they get that, they, this nope. guy was warming up from like 55. And they got him down to like the 20. You're like, all right, <laughs> yeah, <dude."
0: laughs> it was. Yeah, he looked like Janikowski. Do you know Janikowski never did any stretching, nothing yeah. like he yeah. just walked his fat ass out there and just yeah. kicked like a 70 yard.
1: He, he had like freaking vodka coming out of him and everything exactly. from the night before, and he'd go boot it. I, you know, but that's that's what you knew was happening when they were playing <laughs> this guy. It was over, man. And poor yeah. floor, so. Lord, no, they, they
0: worked so hard they've had three chances to try to get to a bowl now and yeah, they've worked very hard in those first two games i mean last week against lsu they probably have nightmares of Jaden daniels just running around them like he was bo jackson in super tecmo bowl and this week you know they ivy mean, number nine you know a 10 top 10 team in the country you're on the road you're they fought the whole game quarterback goes that they keep fighting i'm I'm gonna say this for the Gators, they they've they, they have, There's no quitting that. They have not quit. I mean, I think that Kentucky game was a bit of an outlier, but otherwise, I think they've played hard. They're just young, and they just they just are lacking talent and depth. But they play hard, and and I expect they'll play hard this week. And but they're gonna need some breaks, like you said. Uh you know, I had a quit. I had a you know, someone posed a question to me, and going back to Jordan Travis. And he said, you know, where's Jordan Travis, you know, what's his legacy at Florida State? And, you know, it's an interesting question because he's obviously going to have a lot of records because he had a lot of starts. Uh, you know, he played there for a long time. And, you know, if you look at the guys that he beat out, guys like Jameis and, like, I don't know, like Casey Weldon's and Danny Connell's, you know, they were they were two-year guys. Uh, I think he might have beat up like Chris Ricks, who was like a three-and-a-half, kind of three, three-and-a-half-year guy. He got benched quite a few times because he because he, you know, couldn't get it right. Um, but I you know I said now, I mean, assuming that we put the three Heisman winners, one, two, three, and I have them in the order of Ward and Jameis and then Winky. I don't know where Travis sits at after that. Like there like there have been some pretty very good quarterbacks that are underappreciated. I think Casey Weldon was highly underappreciated. I think he's been a second to Heisman in 1991 or 92 or whatever um peter tom willis very underappreciated player.
1: i think he, I, I think ej's always been underappreciated and christian yeah, ponder ponder i agree I, yeah i um, agree in
0: both cases
1: you know i, yeah. I the, the one thing is and i think ponder and and jordan are kind of similar in that the programs had a lot of success and then they went through like a down period and ponder kind of got fsu back to yeah. being a good football program. And I think their careers are very similar. They both were, you know, underrated guys. I remember watching Christian Ponder at the Florida State camp. The kid couldn't hit a barn if he was standing in front of it. He was just <laughs> terrible. I mean, him, Blake Bortles are the two worst quarterbacks I've ever seen at a football camp that ended up going on and getting becoming first rounders. And that's why I never, I never was like, all right, take can't ever make it. I've you know how I am. I've always said you got to take arms. Uh, I I think this year, uh, the kid from Bishop for a kid, he's going to Michigan now, but I thought he was a kid that the Florida, Florida state, Miami's should have taken, even as a second quarterback, you can never have enough arms because you just don't know if a kid's got a good arm, he's got a good work ethic. And that's a good thing about those types of guys that they're willing to sit and be patient and be developed. You never know what you have down the road. You could have a potential first round pick. And let's be honest most of the guys that get drafted in the first round are not well-known guys coming out of high school. Uh, most of them are not elite 11 quarterbacks. They're not mm-hmm. guys that everybody wanted, but that's why you take a guy like Tate Rodemaker, not because you think, all right, this guy's going to be a starter down the road, but coach's son played, you know, has been around football his whole life. You know he's not going to transfer at the first bit of adversity. So he gives you that chance, kind of like Sean McGuire, that you just never know that if you ever need to break the glass that you need them, that they've been in the – this kid's been in the system four years, so you at least know he knows the terminology and where to go and what – and and at that point, you, you're not like one of these programs that's just playing a guy that's never played a down, you know, and, and that, that helps you with Tate. But I think Jordan, getting back to Jordan and getting back to where his legacy is, you know, something I, I honestly, he's superseded anything I ever thought he would do at Florida State. I wasn't the biggest fan, but once again, he worked hard. I, you know, there, I I think he did everything he needed to do. He's an, he's not the norm. You're not going to recruit another Jordan Travis type player and get the same results because they just they don't, you're not going to find these type of kids again. It's just very hard. It's easier to go out and find a kid that has all the skills and you win ball games. Jordan is the outlier. I think he, he developed himself and it was his hard work and yeah, the coaches did a great job, but I give Jordan most of the credit because he continued to work hard and he's made Florida state. Uh, uh, they're undefeated because of him. And, and I know that they have, you have to have, uh, two years to be an all-American and have your uh, your uh, your you know Jordan uh, being you know in glass at Florida State. I think you maybe need to make an exception for Jordan. I think he brought Florida State back. They they have they have a shot at a national title, and I think that should mean something even over being a two-time all-American. That where they were three, four years in Norvell's first or second season. Listen, where they were. After they lost to Jacksonville State, there, are, there there's not many people that thought they'd be where they are this quickly. I'm not saying Norvell couldn't have turned it around, but not this quickly where they were out. I mean, that Jacksonville State was they had hit rock bottom. And you're talking a year and a half, two years later, they're potentially a national championship team or playing in the playoffs. They did a great job, and Jordan's a big reason why. And I think he should be remembered. He should, they should. Uh, put his jersey and his cleats and his uniform and glass inside of Florida State, because I think, honestly, um, he deserves it. I, I yeah. honestly do.
0: I look at, you know, and I look at some different, I look at different things about Jordan, and, and you're so right. You know, he was there to really, you know, he really had to swallow some rough years and some losing seasons and, you know, and work harder. But even during those down times, I could look at Jordan Travis and say that, he probably kept, you know, he kept the dam from breaking, you know, tagger gets fired. He gets his first chance in Boston college. The year. They need to win that game to get to a bowl. He has two or three big plays that helped them win that game and get to that bowl. Um, the COVID year, remember they're, they're struggling going against North Carolina. Carolina was what a top 10 team, top five team, he comes out there. He has a huge game. They win that game. They go three and six that year. But you know, three and six and two and seven. There's a long ways between those two records. Like you know, like you didn't want to be part of the two win team at Florida State. No. And you know, and, and 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 you know, the following year they beat Carolina again. He has that. He has that. He has that game against Miami. They complete. He completes that pass to Andrew Parchment to win that game. And, you know it was it was things like that that I think you know even and that and the, the, it was those type of things that when it came to the beginning of the 2022 spring camp and the coaching staff committed to him you know they were they weren't going to get any more transfers they weren't they were going to commit to him he had earned it by then he had shown them that in all these situations, he could still be the guy that they could count on when things got rough, you know? So I, I, I'm like you. I, I You know, I don't know where he stands amongst the best quarterbacks at FSU, but, I you know, he had a whole hell of a lot tougher road to go through than Casey Weldon did, you know? He had a whole lot tougher road to go through than Danny Connell did. So, you know, they were not winning. They were not, they were really a downtrodden pro and yep. even, even with that downtroddenness, he had to uh, still prove to this coaching staff that he was worth investing in. And, you know, it was one of the, probably the smartest thing that Mike Norvell did, you know, going to that 2022 spring was decide not to take a transfer and, uh, you know, and to, and to fully invest in Jordan Travis. Cause I don't think they would be where they are if that didn't happen.
1: Listen, he, they he wasn't even their player that they recruited. No, not their guy. So, yeah. so that's that's always a thing. Like those coaches, coaches like to bring in their own guys, and that's what they did. They brought you. You brought up Chubba Purdy. I watched him last week against um, nope. in the Nebraska game. Oh my god! I, I it's like he was a bad eval. You know, it's just they got lucky with Tate. Tate developed into at least a quality backup, but you know, Jordan was not a fan favorite of theirs. And, and that's very hard. You have to convince people that are coming in. They're trying to clean up this mess. And now that you have to convince them that you're the guy and they're bringing in their own guys. And they felt there's a little luck there because Jordan could have easily left and Florida state. Where would they be as a program right now yeah. uh, without him? Uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. he's, you know, he's, he helped them get over 10 wins last year. He decided to come back for what, a sixth season, I think. Yeah. So I, it's just that's not normal to happen. And, you know, the experience, he has a lot of starts. Um, and it means something to have somebody that understands the system, has a lot of starts under the belt. And listen, they all, they, they realized that they went, we talked about it, they went all in this year to have a winning season. And that helped them, having Jordan help them land uh a Keon Coleman. It helped them land uh these other athletes uh like Jaheen yeah. Bell. Uh th- because they saw the production and they're like, oh man, we're gonna have this guy thrown to us and the offense is gonna be high scoring and uh they've been so
0: Yeah, it's uh you know I at this point, you know, all you can do is just just hope the uh young man that he's just you know he gets healthy, he's able to fully recover from this and uh you know, and, and you know, he'll you know you'll maybe we'll see him down the road in, in the professional game or you know in another environment because he really was a lot of fun to watch and you know and I don't I don't think any Florida State fan is going to forget uh, the type of season that you know they, they, that they that they've had you know between last year and this year they won uh, uh you know they won 21 out of 24 games and uh you know that happens you know he's a he's a he's a, he's a be part of that, I mean, he's, you know, he's been the winning quarterback at record for 20 of those games, so, you know, it's, uh, there's no one, there's really, really what you know, nothing else, to, nothing else really to say about how hard he's worked in the, the production and the way he's brought this program back, so, uh, I just, I hope he gets better, uh, and, uh, we're gonna come right back, we got the, uh, CFP rankings hot off the presses, a uh, little bit of movement there, and uh, we've already, I'm already starting to hear ESPN's, uh, oh, ES, ESPN is about ready to make their Alabama push. You knew it was coming. It came this week. They started their uh, Alabama narrative, and we're going to come back. We'll talk about that a little bit.